Psalm chapter 103, verse 1. This psalm is a really great praise to the Lord. 1. By David. King David wrote this. Bless, O my soul, Jehovah, and all my inward parts, his holy name. King David wants his entire body and soul to bless the Lord. Your soul is your personality and your emotions, but he's even telling his organs to bless the Lord. Two, bless, O my soul, Jehovah, and forget not all his benefits. It's amazing how many benefits there are in the Lord. Not only did he give us life, but he sustains it every second. And he's the one where all of our air, food, water, shelter, clothing come from. And on top of that, he teaches us about him and teaches us his ways and gives us gifts and gives us his character when we give him our lives. And he restores us. Everything good is from the Lord. 3. Who is forgiving all thine iniquities? Who is healing all thy diseases? The Lord is the only one who can heal you, and he's the only one who forgives. He won't forgive until we repent, but we can't get forgiveness from any other place, and that's why it says forgiving all thine iniquities. He'll forgive anything once we repent. 4. Who is redeeming from destruction my life? Who is crowning thee? kindness, and mercies. Jesus is our kinsman redeemer, which means he has paid the price for our sin. He crowns us with salvation, which is his kindness and his mercy. 5. Who is satisfying with good thy desire? Renew itself as an eagle doth thy youth. When our desire is for him, we are completely satisfied. It's when your desire is for worldly things that you never have enough. But when your desire is for the Lord, it gets satisfied. 6. Jehovah is doing righteousness and judgments for all the oppressed. For anybody who is oppressed by demons or society or poverty, sickness or anything, he will give you righteousness and just judgments. And that means that he will fight for you and he will liberate you from your oppression when you give your life to him. When we are his children, he does look out for us. Just because you're poor doesn't mean you won't have food on the table, and just because you don't have a lot of friends doesn't mean you won't feel whole and accepted and loved. 7. He maketh known his ways to Moses, to the sons of Israel his acts. He taught the law to Moses, and Moses taught it to the people. And he also showed his great and mighty miracles to the Israelites when he led them out of Egypt and when he led them through the desert and when he caused them to overtake the land of Canaan. It was just miracle after miracle. And in any one person's life, there have been many miracles. 8. Merciful and gracious is Jehovah, slow to anger and abundant in mercy. He really is slow to anger because he lets sinners live for decades in sin before they finally perish in everlasting fire. But he waits so long for them to repent. And for those of us who have repented, he waited a very long time for us to do that. 
Mercy is when he doesn't punish us because he forgives us, and grace is his power that goes into our lives that enables us to resist sin, and we get that grace when we become born again. 9. Not forever doth he strive, nor to the age doth he watch. This says when he is disciplining us for our sin, he doesn't do it forever. He only disciplines us until we repent. Once we repent, he is very happy and joyful to completely forgive us and restore us. All we have to do is repent and stop sinning, and then the restoration begins. In other words, he doesn't hold a grudge. It's hard for people to forgive people, but it's easy for God to forgive because he is so good. 10. Not according to our sins hath he done to us, nor according to our iniquities hath he conferred benefits upon us. The fact that we were able to sin for many years shows that he has never punished us according to what we deserve. He kept giving us more and more chances, and then when we backslide, he forgives us again. He gives us benefits not based on our sin, but based on his mercy. 11. For as the height of the heavens is above the earth, his kindness hath been mighty over those fearing him. Multiple times in the book of Psalms, it has said that his kindness fills the entire atmosphere. 12. As the distance of east from west. East actually cannot touch west because they're continuing. East keeps going around the globe in one direction, and west keeps going around the globe in the other direction, so they never touch. And that's what this verse is saying. Not touching, he hath put far from us our transgressions, meaning that he takes the sin out of our life and makes it so that we don't touch sin anymore. A lot of pastors will misrepresent this and say that it only means that he forgives us and ignores our sin every time we sin, and he forgives us for all of our future sins, so we can keep sinning and our sin will never touch us. But what this means is that he takes the sin out of our lives, meaning he takes us out of a sinful lifestyle, so that we're no longer living in sin. God never ignores sin or pretends that sin doesn't exist. He takes us out of sin and makes us righteous. Most pastors will tell you that God pronounces you righteous, but this is absolutely not true. He makes you righteous. God doesn't tell lies. So if you're practicing fornication and adultery and you're drinking and taking drugs, he will never call you righteous. He doesn't pronounce a sinner righteous. He makes a sinner righteous. He transforms your life so that you're no longer in bondage to sin because he's transformed you into a righteous person. Putting sin away from us means pulling it out of our lives. And in the New Testament, the angel told Mary that Jesus would save the people from their sins, not in spite of their sins, from their sins. Because our sin is the problem. It isn't that God sees our sin, which is what pastors make people think, that God sees your sin and that's the problem. No, the problem is your sin. God isn't going to become deaf, dumb, and blind in order to save us. What he does is he takes the sin out of our lives, but we have to repent. 13. As a father hath mercy on sons, Jehovah hath mercy on those fearing him. The Lord has mercy because we fear him, 
not because we continue sinning. Because if you continue sinning, you do not fear the Lord. He has mercy on those who fear him, those who repent. 14. For he hath known our frame, remembering that we are dust. He knows that we don't live very long. 15. Mortal man, as grass are his days, as a flower of the field, so he flourisheth. The Lord lives forever, but our lives are extremely short, and we die very quickly. That's our mortal lives, which is the first death. That's when your body dies. 16. For a wind hath passed over it, and it is not, and its place doth not discern it any more. It says, just as the wind can make a flower fade, that's how quickly our mortal lives fade. 17. And kindness of Jehovah is from age even unto age on those fearing him and his righteousness to sons' sons. It says again, to those who fear him, which means those who obey him, will get his kindness throughout all of the ages, which means forever. And his righteousness will go to their sons as well. That is because if you fear the Lord, you will teach your children to fear the Lord. So they will also become righteous through walking in repentance. And again, it says to those who fear him. It doesn't say to everybody. It's only to those who obey his commands. 18. To those keeping his covenant and to those remembering his precepts to do them. His covenant and his precepts are his commands. He is a gracious, merciful God. All he asks is that we obey him. And it is not hard to obey him once you get in the habit of it. It just gets easier and easier. And to those who obey him, those are the ones that he keeps his covenant with. 19. Jehovah in the heavens hath established his throne, and his kingdom over all hath ruled. His throne is in heaven, but he rules the entire universe from heaven. 20. Bless Jehovah, ye his messengers, mighty in power, doing his word, to hearken to the voice of his word. His messengers are the angels, they're mighty in power, and they do his word. But this could also refer to evangelism, because they're also carrying the message of God, and they also have his grace, and that is power. That's the power to resist sin and to preach the gospel. 21. Bless Jehovah, all ye his hosts, his ministers, doing his pleasure. And that means, bless Jehovah, all the angels. 22. Bless Jehovah, all ye his works, in all places his dominion. Bless, O my soul, Jehovah. It says, all ye, which means all men. All the angels should bless Jehovah, all the men should bless Jehovah meaning mankind. And then it says, my soul will bless Jehovah. He is saying, my soul bless Jehovah, which means his personality. And that's the part that makes him David. That's the essence of who he is. So we should bless the Lord in our essence. And that concludes Psalm chapter 103.